0: welcome to the Dare to Move podcast. I'm your host, Garrett Wood. And as a mindset coach, pilot in training and visionary for hire, I hope this podcast gives you insights that not only impact your business and your personal life, but thus the world for the better. good morning and welcome back to the dare to move podcast we're here and it is 5 40 a.m my time you're probably like Garrett you have morning voice and my hope is that by the end of the podcast I won't I have had some espresso so I feel awesome and I'm excited to be here I tried to record this twice yesterday and Declan was not taking his second nap. We're about to transition to one. I can feel it. So this has been brewing and what a perfect episode for Leo season um, none other than confidence, right? So confidence is probably one of the number one things that I hear from clients reaching out. Like I just want more confidence or I want to be more confident about my relationship. I want to be more confident about You know my job or my city I mean it's such a um, elusive thing people are looking for so we are gonna get into that today and I hope that it grounds you into um, some practical tips that you can like uh, I don't want to say tips because it's not really anything to do it's more of a new level of awareness that you can look through like new glasses to see your life and then to figure out what needs to tweak so that the outcome is the feeling of confidence um, versus just thinking you have to go out and get it, right? So on some levels, it is a switch you can flip, but it's it's not necessarily that easy. So we're gonna get into it, but before we do, I want to just kind of give you guys a personal update. I stopped doing that for a while. I would just like jump in and coach, and I don't know if that was like a result of combination of just the message coming through so clearly and only having X amount of time during a nap, so on and so forth. Uh, But there's just it just feels right. Um, And of course we want to talk about ourselves during Leo season. So (laughs) I'm recording this August 4th before I head out to a bachelorette party. And yeah, I want to open by saying I am getting so it's like getting scaffolded and it is getting what's the word? Like I want to say like grounded into my bones i don't even know what that would really mean but that's what's coming through (laughs) that everything is always on perfect time so for me i've had this instinct of working on another project that is uh not necessarily a huge leap away from coaching um but and not necessarily on a bigger scale but something that involves team, something that involves technology, of course, as now we enter Aquarius age, um, something that involves um, leadership and something that has this uh, purpose like mission, right? So I've had that calling since 2020, uh, end of 2020. And I, I've kind of explored five different, (laughs) I feel like it's five different avenues, um, and one of those, which you guys know about because I talked about it a lot, was and is, I should say, X Mantra. And basically, what I discovered along that journey, that's still going really, is that I really care about the um, intention behind what they're creating. I'm very interested in Web 3. I loved it. And the the mechanism that let's call it the incubator even though it's not that i was working on it through kept saying we can't hire this salesperson or we can't work with this team member until we get funding we can't work with them until we get funding and funding 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 and i'm like okay i get it we're going to work on fundraising and I kept saying I was willing to sort of put my neck out there and and begin fundraising um, and kind of lead that but we ultimately realized that we needed to do a validation study and those are not uh, for the faint of heart um, just like any entrepreneurial thing and I'm a mom now with a baby and it kind of hit me square in the face one day when I was like wait a second all of these people of the network I'm a part of of kind of like Global labor to come together to move the needle on a project are waiting for a fee-for-service to do this work And I care so much about it. I had basically been doing work and research and Ideation and all the things you do in the earliest earliest stages of a startup um, Without a fee-for-service and if I had had the idea myself um, and woke up and decided to just sign up to be a mom working for free then I would have been doing it, but that wasn't my entry point. And so what basically what I did is I said, I would love to lead this mission. And because it's someone else's baby that we're reorienting, X Mantra was a different company that we were reorienting to become a three-sided marketplace in the Web3. I'm boring, you guys. I know I'll wrap up my story a bit. long story short. I said, I still want to be involved once you guys get funding and you guys can pay me to lead you guys. So I took uh, from May till now a hiatus. And um, I'm, I think they actually might be close to funding now. So it might still come through. So, nevertheless, I have been in a void this summer. And the reason I say the timing of your life is so perfect is because we, like, I've had a very busy social summer. And I have had like fewer and fewer clients because I cleared so much space for the potential of X mantra that the void has been filled with time with Declan and filled with social things that to be honest, I don't know if I could be as present to Declan and as present to my social life if I was uh, hiring people for a new startup, right? So everything is always perfectly on time. And what better way to experience a void and the process of the like life cycle of destruction, void, and creation, and then sustaining, uh, than to be in the void and be busy, right? Because you're not busy on usually the thing that you want. You're busy on things that bring you joy to move through it. And I will also say if you've read my book, which not to not to plug myself, but I sent my book to a client recently. Maybe she's listening to this and she read it and like that is the first time in my work that while working with a client, a client read my book. And it was really beautiful because she was like, wow, I, I see you in a different light. I actually see the way you think about business and how you started your business in a different light and solopreneurship. Anyway, so if you read my book, you know that when I moved to Boston, I was in a void. I was like, I have no friends. I don't know what's going to happen here. I have this weird year ahead of me and this city I don't want to be in. Um... So I didn't, and I didn't have anything to keep me busy, quite honestly. I had no friends, no social life. Um, so I, I I, created busy <laughs> uh, to not be alone with my emotions. And I started teaching a lot, a lot, a lot of fitness. Although that wasn't new, I did teach a lot of fitness in Chicago. I just did that as a mechanism, I think, to not be present to what I was feeling. So voids aren't always Perfectly fun and joyous. Um, and they're always purposeful. So, if you, I think our collective is moving through a lot of this right now. We are on the precipice of very big change. My clients and immediate circle, and some of you guys, some of you listener people probably do know that I, because I've talked about astrology on here a lot, like what I talk about here is only the tip of the iceberg of what I'm studying and what I'm personally present to. So, I'll give you a tiny peek behind the curtain and just share that. If you have been feeling like we are on the precipice of massive change like you're like the guy is about to show up the money is about to show up and like you're like damn it I know I've said a lot this a lot before but this time it just feels real you're right um something is going to change so for me I'm gonna take a sip of my espresso and espresso really quick. so for me short story when I lived in Chicago, summer of 2013, I got this weird feeling. This is before I thought or knew I was intuitive. I was just present, I guess. And I was like, and it was the first time in my life I didn't have a plan. Like when I was 10 years old, and I promise we'll get to confidence, guys. I just It's all going to tie in. Um, when I was 10 years old, I decided that I wanted to make varsity cheerleading when I was 15, and I had to get a full twisting back layout. So like, I was literally setting goals at 10, and then it was all about college, and then college cheerleading, and then about your career, and getting a job. And I had a job before senior year, and blah, 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 blah. I graduate. I get the job. I land in my favorite city, and I'm like, I had no plans. I was just living for the moment. I was partying. I was teaching at three different fitness places. <laughs> I was dating. It was so much fun. And through in the middle of that, I had this feeling that something was going to change. And I told my roommate at the time, I said, uh, I'm not going to be here very long. She's like, what? Do you plan on dying? And she was kind of like one of those like sarcastically negative people, but like very sweet. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I don't mean it that way. I mean, like I think I'm going to move. And she's like, why? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, don't you love it here? I'm like, I'm obsessed. And she's like, then why would you say that? I'm like, I don't know. It's just a feeling. So that was in July, maybe early August, almost 10 years ago, nine years ago. Then in September, I met a guy who was visiting Chicago. Uh, If you read my book, that would be Mr. Renman. And I instantly was like, I don't like him. And what I've learned in my life, if I look back over the last nine years, is anytime I have a visceral, like, eh. It, it ends up being something really important in my life. Like, I was like, eh, to Barry's. <laughs> and then Barry's changed my life, uh, the fitness place. I was eh, to him, and he changed my perspective on so many things. So, anyway, then I start dating him uh, come late November. And I thought, oh, that's why I had this feeling because I'm going to move to Nashville to be with him because we were like hot and heavy real quick. Well, that wasn't it. I got asked to move to Boston. So it's like about seven months before they asked me to move to Boston, I was intuiting the feeling. So I'm not saying that the change that you may feel is coming is on the horizon, but it, or sorry, on the horizon of August, but it could be in the next Four to six months. At least, that's what the astrology is saying as well. So for me, recently, I would say over the la- for the last two months, I've been getting that same exact feeling. But this time, my intuition is telling me it's not necessarily about moving. But my body just recognizes the feeling I had then when I did know it was about moving then, to remind me that like I typically intuit things before they're. Here um, I start feeling the energy. It's almost like my body needs a warm-up and it and it also reminds me to stay Detached so like again our mind wants to figure things out So I told my roommate I thought I was moving both of us were like dumbfounded Like our minds could not come up for with any reason why I would be feeling that way And then when I met Ren man, which I'll just call him because I won't say his real name um I was like, oh, well, logically, yeah, it's probably Nashville. That's where I'm going to move. And and I was right. Like, my brain wanted to be right. And... So on and so forth but I could I, I could have never seen a move to Boston coming ever uh, so whatever I'm feeling now I know I'm not gonna see coming and it could be jumping back into X mantra or it could be something very similar um, along those lines but uh, different content so same context different content so I wanted to share that with you guys um, because it is a lesson in surrender it is a lesson in trust and knowing that like we can throw out our intentions to the universe and be like, hey, this is kind of what I want. Um, <laughs> and we don't really get to know how or when it shows up. And sometimes we don't even get to know what shows up. Um, but one of my favorite things that last week's guest, Anna, said on, a, um, on one of our podcasts I, before last week. So Anna was on last week. She's a psychic, uh, intuitive, spiritual coach, and uh, licensed therapist. And She had said to either in one of our 20, we did a January 2020 and an August 2020 uh, episode. She said, anytime you go to manifest, say you want blah, 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 or you desire blah, 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 and then some, because the universe is always going to have it show up better. So I would joke that Jeff had all the qualities that I could have ever wanted in my life partner and then he had a boat <laughs> and a sister who goes to the Hamptons in the summer that we can go visit. So it's like, I didn't know, I'd never been to the Hamptons. I'm from the Midwest, no desire to go. But then him being in my life brought me there and it was an experience that I loved, right? So anyway, there's always going to be, and then some. So right now, just for fun, think about your most amazing manifestation you've ever had. Maybe it's your house. Ours was also, one of my other big ones was a house house. And think about like how it had all the things you had wanted and then some, um, just to remind your brain that like the universe is always going to outsmart you. Okay, so we are going to talk about confidence today uh, because. Oh, sorry. One more thing I wanted to update you guys on. You heard a ton about two things over the last four months of this podcast, the mother queen mastermind and the full circle feminine retreat. Two things I am very passionate about in this void there. And I say that I don't want you guys to think I don't care about those things because I'm in a void. They are my current work work, um, that I'm obsessed with and they're not forever, right? They're, they're, things that are not going to exist for the next decade of my career, but they're going on right now and they are really fabulous. So a lot of the women who were interested in the mastermind were literally either about to give birth in August or just gave birth and not in a place or time to try to figure out how to meet up with a group while caring for a newborn. So what I've done is I've just... For now, I'm calling it the Mother Queen Mastery Program. All of the content for phase one is online in Thinkific and available starting August 18th. Um, When you sign up for that, it's $2,600 or $800 a month, and you get three one-on-one sessions with me a month for three months while you're going through that content my normal rate is $8000 for 4 months so $2000 a month so you're getting coaching with me one on one for uh $888 which is a steal um my normal I normally meet with clients uh what is it twice a week for a month so a lot of sessions you're only getting 3 but they will be divine drop-ins and the content is Ooh, it is awesome, um, all about unblocking the mother, activating the queen, and healing our ability to fully embrace, embody love in order to nurture our creative projects, our businesses, and of course, our babies. So um, I think it's a perfect program for new moms that are looking to figure out what the fuck is happening. Um, one of my favorite lines I say in there is something to the tune of, I'm not here to tell you how to tell your boobs to make milk or your body to grow a baby because you are coded for this. What you're not coded for or what your brain's not ready for is the experience of being in a body energetically that has a fully entirely new operating system and that is what the program is about. So if you have any interest, the link is in the show notes and it is my email, which is always in there. Just email me. You can pay monthly. You can do a payment plan. You can pay up front. You will get the course. You will get calls with me one-on-one, which is awesome, Um, and hopefully a full activation of the Mother Queen Archetype. And you do not need to be a new mom to do this. I will say that again and again and again. My first activation of the Mother Archetype was when writing my book. So there's that for you. Second thing, we have three spots left for the Full Circle Feminine Retreat. I say that begrudgingly because I do have three friends who are looking into it, uh, but they are dragging their feet, and if you snooze, you lose, and I got a full virtual tour of the place out in Ramona, California the other day, and you guys, like, this is going to be like one of those things that you see on Instagram, and you're like, why am I not there? Um, I uh, did not go to a retreat because of baby, baby Declan in 2021, and I was just sitting on Instagram looking at the stories, like, ah, my soul needs this. Um, so I would love for you guys to be there. It's a beautiful place. It is gonna be full of glue. Like, if you wanted an out in your life, if you were just like, I surrender, I want someone to feed me for a weekend, I want them to tell me to journal, I wanna get away from my phone, I wanna immerse myself in nature, I wanna connect with other like-minded women, I wanna have a vulnerable spiritual experience, I wanna do sound healing, I wanna do Pilates, I wanna do. Um, like I want a course in grounded eating. I mean, come, that's what we're doing. So (laughs) ecstatic dance, um, link is in the bio for that as well, or sorry, the show notes. All right. So we're 18 minutes in. I hope that has been at least entertaining for you. Uh, and now we're going to get into confidence. So like I said, all of my, not all of a lot of my clients who have come to me, their initial inquiry has something to do with. I don't feel confident in my marriage. I don't feel confident in this. And and basically what that all tells me is like something about the foundation you're standing on in your life feels like you're walking on thin ice, right? Like you're waiting for the shoe to drop. You're feeling like you, something is going to crumble like a Jenga tower any second. And that is an awful way to feel. So <clears throat> excuse me, we kind of want to unpack why might someone be feeling lack of confidence? So I wrote down three words, trust, alignment, and shadow. Those are not the only three words that deal with the creation and embodiment of confidence, Um, but they are some of the ones we're going to go through. So confidence to me means that you are trusting of your path. And what do we know (laughs) from listening to this podcast about trusting our path? Well, I'll start by saying when we trust our path, we're we're operating from a place of sovereignty. So what is sovereignty? If you're new to this podcast, it means it's you're doing what you want, when you want, how you want, because you chose it. Sovereignty is, I want vanilla ice cream because I want vanilla ice cream, not because Instagram told me vanilla ice cream is better, or my friends only had vanilla, so I guess I should just eat it. Like It is like, I want vanilla ice cream, and I want it. And that the ice cream example is my favorite example from a workshop I did with my teacher, Alexandra Joy Smith, in 2020. That is sovereignty, is just because I want it. So when we trust our path, our career, our relationship, the city we're in, we're trusting it because we chose it. So I guess if you're, if you have a journal out ready, or you can whip your phone out and jot some notes down, write down the area of life that you don't feel confident in right now, because my guess is there's one, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this episode. And I want you to, to say, okay, let's say it's career. Do you feel like you genuinely chose this career? And you're like, well, yeah, I mean, I said yes to the offer. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, is this the thing that your heart would choose? Because that, my friends, is the core (laughs) issue at hand. We're 21 minutes in and I just gave you the very biggest secret of all time. A lot of times we think we're in sovereignty and we're, keyword, think, And we're not because we got somewhere doing something with our brain and not our heart so i'll give a love relationship example um i don't know if i'm trusting of my relationship to my boyfriend i'm just making this up well why um well did i choose it yeah i mean i'm choosing to be with him well why um, because he's really good on paper. I mean, he's got a good job. He makes good money. He's really nice. Um, yeah, I, I think he's a good, it's like, no, 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 no. You're not in sovereignty. If you're leading from the mind, we have to lead from the heart, which by the way, is also a very big Leo thing. Leo is very much heart, 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 like the lion's heart. So we don't trust things that aren't being guided from the heart or not. If guided doesn't feel right for you, uh, think about it from the standpoint of um, uh, connected to the heart. So um, (laughs) I'll go. We're just going to, my book is literally sitting right next to me, the one I wrote called Dare to Move. Uh, And so I'm I'm just channeling channeling a lot of lessons from that right now. But let's use my example. I was asked to move to Boston I was in love with the guy from nashville and and i was in love with my city chicago and in love with shred 415 in chicago a fitness place when they asked me to move i thought to myself well i have to do this because i'm at a point in my life where you got to make money you got to support yourself i don't know how i would make money in Chicago without this full-time job because it was paying me really well. I don't know how I would make money in Nashville. So I was just using my brain, using my brain, not trusting the universe, not didn't know anything about manifestation, co-creation, intentionality, all of that. So I was like, well, I I have to do this. So if you would ask me in 2014, if I was listening to myself on this podcast, Garrett, well, what part of your life? Well, everything. Every part of my life. I hate my life. I don't, I don't like what's going on. I don't trust my path. Okay, well, why? Well, because I didn't choose Boston. I didn't choose this. Well, I would have sat myself down and said, Well, you did because you said yes, but where did you say yes from? You said yes from your mind. You thought you had to do this. You didn't, your heart didn't say, I have the deepest yearning to live in Boston and be in Boston and grow in Boston, right? Now, here's the funny part about all of this, you guys. The funny part about all of it is that anywhere you're not in sovereignty is actually your gift. When we're not in sovereignty, we don't feel confident in it, right? And when we don't feel confident, we get this feeling. It, the, the confidence is the external feeling. So you know how they say, we're all kind of conscious now, that like, if you have acne or, I don't know, interesting skin bumps, it could be a sign of internal issues, right? Chinese medicine has kind of taught us that. So if I have really bad acne after baby, which I'm lucky I didn't, but if I did, that might show me that my hormones are really out of whack and something is going on under the surface. Confidence is the same way. It's the external feeling that's kind of like trying to smack us in the face of like, hey, you don't feel confident here. Hey, your body's telling you something. You want to feel a different way in the situation now we can reorient ourselves in our life's situations without changing the situation only changing our internal environment and you guys if you're loyal listeners know all about this Um, and we're going to get to that Um, but either way we have to go inward and figure out are we in sovereignty are we trusting of our life's path and have we chosen this from the heart in order to see if that those are the the reasons we don't feel confident in what we're doing. So the next um, kind of component of that is when we are doing something that's not in our fullest alignment, to use a word that's really buzzy over the last year, I think I started using the word alignment in 2019 because I had a coach that was using it and now it's just everywhere. in the coaching industry, uh, so when we're not in alignment, right? So uh, Boston wasn't aligned for me because I chose it from the mind. I chose it from low self worth. I chose it from victimhood. I had to do this, and this was just happening to me, and I had to go through this experience, and it was so awful. Blah 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 blah. Because I wasn't in alignment, meaning my heart wasn't in it, right? That's if alignment has always felt like this really elusive word for you. Like, well, how do I know if my career is aligned and? I don't know if I'm in perfect alignment cuz people have just built this word up like the easiest cheat code way to fig- to like understand alignment is is your heart in it. Like is it is it is your heart chakra in align with all the other chakras literally. Um when we're not in alignment, our heart's not in it, we cannot be empowered in our gifts. Because our heart is like our biggest power source. In, in our it's the biggest part of our it creates our our field around us right and if that's not activated turned on or part of the equation we're really not going to be able to access our intuition quite well because we we would assume if we're not operating from the heart where are we operating from the mind the mind isn't intuitive the mind is like a computer and it operates from the ego. So you're also not going to be able to embrace your life's greatest gifts if you're operating from the ego so another way that people don't feel empowered i'm going to use work as an example well my job pays me really well and like the people are nice and like you know the hours are okay and whatever but like i just don't feel confident in it i don't trust that it's my path Like i don't feel like i'm i'm always questioning myself i always feel like i have imposter syndrome right well, it's because if I had a client that came to me like that, I would say, Tell me something you're good at without thinking about it. And someone might say, Well, a mom. Like when I'm a mom, I'm just like a great mom. I don't have to think about it. I'm in flow, like on the weekends, being a mom, doing stuff around the house. Or when I paint, you know, I don't have to think about it. I just, it just happens. Or when I write, um, when I, it's like these people have these gifts that don't have, in their minds, this perfect place in the working world where they can do that thing that are their truest gifts and get paid for it. So they've created this separation where it's like, oh, I can do this thing that my heart's not connected to and make money, or I could be confident in these skills and gifts I have over here, but I don't make money doing it. So it doesn't necessarily mean quit your job and figure out how to make money painting, but it does mean that you need to find something you can put your heart into and or spend more time being in your heart purposefully. Um, So just another tip on trusting your path. Part of being confident is being able to access and use your gifts because you're in alignment and coming from an activated heart chakra, okay? Now, couple key phrases I've already said them but just to review that you will say if you are not in if you're not confident um you'll feel like you have to do something someone else's way is going to lead you or sorry when you say these things you're not feeling confident because you're doing x so when you say i have to do something john smith's way your boss's way right you're not empowered you're not going to feel confident when you're not empowered And we're going to get to why would I choose a plate? Why would I choose to not be empowered in my life? I'm just going to write that down because that ties into something else. Um, You're not going to feel confident when you say you have to rely on blank. Because when we rely on blank, it feels like there's this element of control and you don't have it. Um, if I have to rely, I used to have to rely on this boss who was kind of overseeing me. Cause I mean, at the time it felt like shit. Cause I just felt really confident in myself, <laughs> but it was annoying because the thing that took my confidence away was him because I could not sign off on deals until I got his approval. And he was like the busiest man in America so it kept thwarting my workflow which made me nervous i wasn't going to get things done on time and um made me feel not confident because i was not in full control spoiler alert control is not what you think it is it's sovereignty trust so people who want to over control things don't trust in the universe but people who see control from i'm just doing what i want when i want how i want that's sovereignty So control is a fusion of trust and sovereignty. Uh, I think people should just stop using the word control and start just using trust and sovereignty. They have a much better frequency to them. Um, So again, to review, if you feel like you have to do something someone else's way or you have to rely on someone else for something – And it's not in an empowered, teamwork-based way, and you don't feel like you have trust and sovereignty in your life, you are not going to feel confident. So let's look back at our list. Do you understand now why lack of alignment, lack of being in your heart, and lack of trust could lead to not feeling confident, right? You're not trusting your path, and you're not in alignment. You're not living from the heart. You are not going to feel confident. So hopefully now, if you look at that thing on your piece of paper that you don't feel confident about like it's outside of you and we've now gone to the journey inward is it connected to your heart yes or no and why is it something you would choose and are you doing it the way you want to do it so for instance when I was auditioning for Barry's Bootcamp in 2014 god I'm just giving you all the parts of my book Um, not all of them but a lot of them I had this interesting taste in my mouth that they wanted to do things their way and I was used to the Shred 415 way in Chicago and I was also training to become a strong first kettlebell certified. They call them gyros or, gyras or something and I really believed in their principles of strength. I didn't believe in like light weights for women which berries and shred both used to do. I believed in lifting heavy which thank goodness they've all caught up to the times um, but when I went to audition I decided to pull out some of the wackiest moves because that was part of my style. So I did the Turkish get-up. I broke it down into pieces for my Barry's audition because I knew, even though I knew they weren't really doing those moves yet, I knew that those were the moves I would wanna teach. And if I was at such a point in my life where I was like, "I, I hate this city and my real estate job, so I at least have to know that I'm gonna love working here I decided to throw it in my audition and I was like, if they don't hire me because of these moves, then good because these moves are who I am. So I did the Turkish get up and a couple other who knows what they were now. I just remember putting the Turkish get up in there and it felt really risky to do. And it actually landed me the job, which meant that from day one, I was heart centered on being able to be who I really was in the job. I was extra job I was taking on. So. Let's get into the um, parts of, so that was also a good segue example because it shows you how I brought my internal self to my external world. So when they hired me for the job, I felt confident in not only my ability to do it, but the actual whole water I was swimming in there at the job, right? I liked the place, I liked the people, I liked the pay, and I liked that they liked Me for who I really was, not who I thought I had to pretend to be to be there. So another thing to think about, part of your relationship might not feel confident because of the way you're showing up. So for instance, um, I didn't like feeling like I couldn't bring my whole self to my real estate work, right? Like I, I didn't like that in the beginning, I felt like I couldn't talk about my fitness stuff. I couldn't talk about... I don't know, stuff I was into because it didn't deal with real estate. I learned that actually sharing those parts of me made me more memorable and blah, blah, blah in the real estate world, but that's more of just playing a game, so we're not going to go there. But my point is, part of your lack of confidence could be from the you holding you back from who you really are in the scenario. So this is where we're going to go into the parts of how do you reorient yourself In the same situation without changing your external reality but relate to your external reality completely differently now that comes from shadow so shadow is on this podcast triggers are on this podcast Uh, inner child is on this podcast a lot of clues for you here proving (laughs) is an episode on this podcast Um, but to, to not re coach or re project on what is shadow and what are triggers, I'm going to kind of share them with the under, with like cliff notes and an understanding or working off of the idea that you guys kind of understand what those are so the shadow are the is the parts of ourselves that we do not accept so it's the thing you're so embarrassed of um you wouldn't want anyone to know you don't even think about it unless like maybe you've had a lot to drink and you're anxious or it's late at night and you can't sleep um or you're down on yourself and you're just going through your shit drawer for lack of a better term um, it might be the person who has repressed their bisexuality. Um, it's the person who uh, doesn't want anyone to know about a debt that they carry. Um, it is this uh, disconnection from their body. Maybe they think they're fat. So their thought or limiting belief, I am fat, lives in their shadow. But the part of ourselves that we don't own control us. Um, we need to heal it in order to move through it. So all of that being said, when we haven't looked at our shadow, chances are we're trying to hide it. When we are trying to hide it, it becomes, whether we realize it or not, kind of a mental full-time job. And when whether we realize it or not, those low self-worth beliefs, like it's bad that I'm bisexual or it's bad that I'm, I'm just making examples here, fat, or it's bad that I'm poor or whatever, those low self-worth sentiments, feelings, beliefs, whatever you want to call them, are looping. And when they're looping, we're creating that. So when we're in a position of power or Uh, love or um, empowerment or achievement, we're not going to feel confident about it. And we're going to feel imposter syndrome because what's actually looping in our brain is you're fat, you're fat, you're poor. And so if you know anything from this podcast, there's also a podcast episode called Limiting Beliefs, um, what they are and how we create them. You know that our brain and what's looping is like an app that can only produce that outcome so let's say to use the easiest example of all time that your brain is looping on i am poor i am poor i am poor i am poor and you win the lottery your brain is going to be like in like does not comply does not match like alert alert this is not right this is bucking the system the system is broken the system is malfunctioning like your computer brain is gonna be like, what the actual fuck? I can't have $8 million because I am poor. And that's why you see people who either win a lot of money, earn a lot of money, lose a lot of weight, uh, go back to gain the weight, or they lose the money, literally. Because the computer system of their brain is like, no, I'm poor, so that's what we need to manifest. So part of the, or I would say the deeper work that I do with my clients is the shadow work, the limiting belief work, um, and the healing of those aspects of self because those things will brush up against you in your outer external reality so that you feel imposter syndrome. So I'll give you an example. A client of mine in 2020 literally said I'm coming to you because I want to build confidence literally like that was all she said she didn't feel confident in work so we do a lot of work we do a lot of unpacking a lot of unpacking and we realize her limiting belief is I am dumb right so she's looping on I am dumb I am dumb I am dumb so can you put one plus one together to get two to realize that like she could not access the feeling of confidence because her internal system was conditioned. As Joe Dispenza would say, the chemical cocktail releasing all the time was all based around the feelings and emotions and sensations associated with, I am dumb. Wow, right? Like, so we had to go in there and heal that shadow, release the wounds, look at father wound, look at mother wound to say, why the heck do you feel dumb? And how can we heal inner child in order to not feel dumb anymore? And what can we reprogram in order to not be looping on, I am dumb, because otherwise, your brain won't let you feel confident because of that. So you guys see how all of this is internal, But we have high element of trust, right? Trusting that we are in sovereignty in our life. We're doing what we chose to do, what we want to do, how we want to do, when we want to do it, and what we want to do. And it's all those things we want to do are aligned to our heart, not our mind, not from our ego, but from our heart activation. So we're in sovereignty, trust, and alignment. And then we've healed our shadow which can kind of umbrella over limiting beliefs because we're never going to feel confident if confidence is not part of our beliefs about ourselves, right? So the loops of low self-worth are going to create not trusting, meaning, right, how did I open? I told you this would all tie together. I opened up saying that a lot of you might have been feeling recently this sentiment that the job is about to show up, the guy is about to show up. The money is about to show up. And I didn't say it this way, but we're about to go through a map. Like, we're going through chapter two. If COVID, if January 21 was page one, chapter one of a massive chapter of radical transformation in our lifetime on the collective level, and of course, then the micro level. I don't know about you guys, but I had some wonky feelings in January. Like, I was like, something's in the air. This is strange. Life is going to get interesting. Boom, COVID hits. Well, now we're on, we're about to hit chapter two, like August 2022 is chapter two. I can tell you that from uh, listening to the eight different spiritual teachers slash astrologists that I follow and also the way my body was feeling two months prior to this. When you don't trust that X is going to happen, X is going to show up, it's because of those low self-worth it's also because you don't believe in what you desire a.k.a. limiting beliefs and you don't believe in who you really are you're not connected to your heart so I hope that that is all empowering for you guys I hope it has been enlightening and helpful to look at confidence from an internal lens and confidence is just you know what comes out on the other side as a product of all of these things um Thank you so much for being here. Share this with a friend. Like I always say, podcast sharing is my love language. I send podcasts to my friends every week. I send them to my clients. Um, I hope you guys are well. Please, please, please do reach out about the Mother Queen Mastery Program because it is self-paced and guided with me one-on-one now for an amazing price. Um, and we do have those spots in the links in the show notes on um Uh, for the retreat. So I hope to see you there. Thanks again for being here, you guys. And uh, without further ado, I will close by saying dare to move.